Need to hear one of our shows again? We've got them on podcast. Go to fmmoneytalkradio.com. Scroll down to podcast on demand. Pick your show and it's on. Podcast on fmmoneytalkradio.com. It's lunchtime and the Booking Cafe is open for business. 
live from the Brooklyn Cafe Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. And their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Monday morning, and today begins the year. Today is the day you turn the corner and everything happens. Did you like my rendition? That was lovely. You, you like are that? so incredibly I'm talented. Taco, taco with cheese. <laughs> what was the name of the taco, dog? Taco, taco with Do you remember the Marla. dog that used to do that? Who let the dogs out? No, the little chihuahua for that taco place that used to do that. The little chihuahua. What taco. did he used to say for that taco place? Anyone remember what the little chihuahua used to say? Take care of Taco Bell. I want to know how you remember that. <laughs> Good branding is all I can tell you. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Taco music. There you go. That's the spot you should be doing. So this is, every time that song plays now, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at home with this. I'm everywhere with this. You're thing. comfortable with it. I am. I'm going to put Taco Taco on. We should actually have a Robin Bling artist a Taco Taco that. This this is my violin that I have. Let me get it in the camera. I bought this about four years ago. Teddy got it for me because Dawn used to complain <laughs> all the time. Things so have I changed say, so much. You know how they say play the little violin? Well, I got a bigger violin. You got a bigger violin. And look at that. It comes home now to Taco Taco. Taco Taco. See, careful what you wish for. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. What a great Monday morning we've had. We started, we started out being very organized, saying we're going to have a production meeting, we're going to go boop, 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 and we had that for about 30 seconds. Then we had a great segment for our, our Kids Television Network. We had Cash and Annabelle do What Makes You Laugh? So that was really fun. We're going to check in with them, and their moms are on the set from Capistara and Lost Harbor Distillery. So Summer's here, and Beth is here. The moms who distill. That's what We should do a whole club like that. I found, Mom's out, that I found out that you're part of the crew that helps pour. Talk into that microphone. You can keep your mask on. It's up to you, whatever you're comfortable. Um, but yes, I'm part of her crew that does the bottling, the labeling, packaging up, you know, shipping out, and then I help out with her gift shop when she does tours. It's funny because we didn't believe that she had a gang of women come in and help do this. And <laughs> she you're does, proof. absolutely, absolutely. And that's your daughter? That is my daughter, Annabelle. Annabelle, your daughter. And mm -hmm. Annabelle and Mr. Cash over there. Yes. Um, I'm going to tell you, Mr. Cash is a very strong force to reckon with. I got to tell you, though, he deferred to Annabelle at the show. I just have to let you know that he started it. He goes, nope, redo. And was, I'm going to do this. He says, yeah, you should really do this. You do it better than I do. So I must say that he did defer back to the woman, which and she's off the board is all I can say. 
She's doing, I don't know what she's doing. Camera three, I think is what oh, they're sending. I know what she's doing. So, they, they, he did defer. How'd you guys like that show? How'd you like doing that segment? You had a good time. What'd you talk about? Uh, jokes and video games. They were talking about dad jokes. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about Cash is that he listens. So he lets his, his, his guests speak. He'll put it out there. I mean, you would Definitely. think, Cash, how, how old are you? I am 10. And how old are you? 10. And you would think that 10-year-olds, I mean, when I was 10, you know, I was barely alive. Right. <laughs> exactly. I was in that Well, we met in first grade, and that was four years ago. And they went through this whole introduction of who they are and, and dad jokes and what makes them laugh, which was really cool. <laughs> What's your best joke? You don't have one. Annabelle? How do you make an egg roll? How do you make an egg roll? You push up. But I'm bum. <laughs> my cousin will appreciate that. Because if you think back, when I was 10, <laughs> little delay, but when I was 10, do you remember when you were 10? <laughs> you don't even remember when you were 10. When I was 10, come summer, where are you standing there? Come. Yeah, it's okay, sit. Uh, how do you go? It's like, let's set Miss Lena up over there on the believe chair. Let's put her on the what chair? Believe. Yeah. Believe in what? I don't know. Where the, the I believe is, in so. magic. And there you have it. Today is Martin Luther King Day, so Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Everyone is celebrating. Kids are out of school. Banks are closed, which is good. You have another day to pay your bills and get used to what you got to do for the month of January. But you are right. Things have been, since last week, things have been abundantly picking up, incredibly positive. That's right. And we're doing it safely. We're doing we're keeping people away. You got the kids keeping their mask and everything else. Whatever you're comfortable with. We've got a few virtual calls joining us today. We've got kids and capes. We've got Amanda Perna. Actually, Slick, can you go find my my OG wand with the pom poms? That's in my crystal wand vase. I know I've got two wand vases. This is all I can say. But Amanda Perna is joining us virtually at 12:30 today. And I also want to apologize. We have not gotten to everybody that we promised today to call. <laughs> but we will. We're get I got a, a four, four thirty, and five. I got three more calls to make. But we will get to you. I promise, because the new year begins now. And I, I look at summer because I'm really impressed. A lot of people are impressed with what you're doing, how you're doing it, the reason you're doing it. You know, you're you're a female in very difficult business, and you've undertaken this thing to go forward. Uh, and I commend you for that. So we're going to do everything we can. We actually put you on the Latin show today, which we're going to. Talk a little bit about it, see how you felt doing that. Because Latinos love their booze, baby. Let me tell you something. We Where's love Lena? It. How, you liked it, Lena? I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Wow, you look, you look a whole more relaxed now than you did when you first got I here. Am. We had a great conversation. She doesn't have a mic. They keep passing you a mic. Oh. Can you hear me? Yes. It was delicious. I tried the vodka capistara. The what? Capistara. Vodka capistara. I don't know. I call it copy copy. I can't copy, remember copy. the words. <laughs> we got to shorten it for the male brain. Copy copy. Did you like it? I really, really I enjoyed it. I noticed you were squeezing the glass. No, I was one. like, a, a drop <laughs> fell on the paper, and I was and like, oh my gosh, it. this is delicious. I tell you, we're in virus, don't do that. And you kept licking it. Yeah, 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 I did. I did. It was good, though, right? It was delicious. It's funny, because I was telling her a story that Jay Harmon, our artist, and Amy Fricheski, the other artist, they come in here in the morning show, 
just to have some cup of scotch. I was talking to a friend the other day, and she says, and what time do you start drinking on the, during the week? I went, well, it depends on the day. And it depends what you consider <laughs> drinking. So at 9 o'clock, I have a shot of my coffee star. Yes, it was our friend that you know. So at 9 o'clock, you're having vodka in your coffee. I go, it's not vodka. It's infused with caramel and vanilla. Bless you, Valerie. My so it doesn't Lord, really well, count. Hey, it's it a great coffee additive, on, especially on a Friday morning. And then we roll into our regular Friday afternoon, and we just roll from there. You know, it's funny. When I went to Europe, when I was in Spain, a, a bottle of water cost me three dollars. Three dollars for a bottle of water. The wine was free. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> because they wanted, you know, supposedly wine stimulates you and it gets the blood flowing. So in their country, it doesn't matter if you have a little wine in the morning. You just keep going. It's the same thing here. You notice that you feel a whole lot better, a lot warmer, because it's been cold, man. This week when was in the 50s. It was cold. Freddie don't do 50 no more. <laughs> I was under the covers. Your sister would be laughing at you right now. She was. She called me. She, she called me all sorts of names. She says, you was. You ain't no New Yorker. Your sister, your nephew, they'd be teasing you for sure. Do you know in your house when the cold weather hits and outside gets warm, the cold weather stays in your house. It's damp. Yes. Means your house is well insulated then. I'm in my bathroom. I brought the TV in my bathroom because I have a heater. <laughs> I didn't want to heat up the whole house. So I'm in my bathroom for hours. So Linda comes home, she says, have you been in the bathroom? I says, yeah, there's a couch in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you spent your weekend. I should have need a bottle of cup of stuff. Well, I'm sure we can take care of that for you. I want to welcome back. We've got Astier Abbey starting again on Friday. So Slick, you're going to have to fill everybody oh, in on man. that. Digit City back in the house. Wow. Digit City. Astier Abbey, and she has expanded her platform to include men and women. It's gotten even bigger, so she's going to be sending us more information. That starts again Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning. I want to put her on the Hispanic segment, Fuego 2.0. How do you say it in Spanish? Pregúntale a Abby. Pregúntale a Abby. <laughs> Lord, relationship advice as we go into 2021, facing February. I'm sure if you're going to start a relationship, I guess January will be the time to start it and December to end it. Or not end it. Look for those committed relationships. You can tell. <laughs> committed relationships. They Ladies. all laugh. You know why they're laughing? Why? Because it's sooner than that. <laughs> you're lucky if I gave you to the end of the year, right? There you go. You're lucky you get 24 hours in summer. <laughs> but tell us what you guys are learning in school. What's happening in school and everything with Martin Luther King? You're off of school now, but how, what's school like these days? Uh, it's definitely different. He goes to school in real life and I'm virtual. Wow. So Even it's definitely both. like different learning experiences. But what are you learning? Basically math, science, writing, uh, reading, English and stuff. I'm doing like a lot of fractions and reviews from last year since a lot of people need to catch up on last year's work. So we're doing a lot of reviews and a lot of stuff like that. How do you like doing school virtually? Uh, it's okay. I would prefer going back to school and I think I'm going back to school in like February. Yeah. So that'll be fun and then I can see him in school. Are you guys in the same class? Mm -mm. No. But our classes are right next to each other. Though. What mm -hmm. school do you go to? Crystal Lakes Elementary. 
And next year's middle school, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the last year of elementary school, then they get to go. That's to scary for school. us mothers. I'm excited for middle right school. Now. A lot of yeah. people aren't, but I'm nah. excited. They're ready for college. I was going to say, Annabelle, you're so ready for middle school. Like, oh, she's ready. Right? She's totally ready. Anyway, I think you should start college early in the early days. <laughs> I think so, too. Not for nothing, but... So do you guys think about what you want to do when you get older? Are they already talking about that in school? I know high school, by then you already have to decide what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Elementary school, or are they already thinking about different arts, creativity, science, mm-hmm. math? I'm going to like a fine art school that has like acting and art stuff and music. So I want to do like something along those lines as maybe a side job, maybe a full-time job. So you want to be an actress? Or Artist, I don't know. Born artist. What is that, Bach? Mm-mm. Uh, Wellington. She, it's in Wellington. The Wellington Landings Middle School has a special fine arts track. That so when you say in. art, is it drawing art, um, musical for art? For them, art is all-encompassing. So journalism, debate, art, music, chorus, um, really? all of that is included. And so I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think if you are in that track, you probably get access to those classes first when you're picking your classes, and then as they have open up spots, then other kids can come in. And how about you, Cash? What are you thinking? Well, <laughs> he's well-rounded. He's like, whatever. <laughs> oh, um, when I grow up, I want to be an artist because uh, I want to get better at drawing. I also want to become a scientist as like my main job. Either like one or two years ago, you came to my house and drew like a really good rocket trip. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I also like space as well, so I might want to be an astronaut. I could see you being an astronaut and getting in a shuttle. And then your mom will be really freaked out, so. Yeah, how about you just be one of the people, one of the scientists on the ground that helps the rocket take off? Like, that's that's cool, too. not ready for you to go anywhere yet. I know. Don't go to space. I don't get it. Moms don't want you playing football. (laughs) (laughs) Moms don't want you to go, like, anywhere for until you're 25. (laughs) (laughs) These are our babies. They're always going to be our babies. I know, but he, yes, you can't, you can't keep us standing in the barn. <laughs> and that kid, he has the brains. It's funny because he's doing shows and we're trying to bring mom up to speed because mom will be doing some interviewing, some other aspects. That was one of the reasons I brought them into the Aurora studio was so the moms could stay out here and we brought them in there. Yeah. And you guys did a fantastic job. Thank you. They even picked the music for their open. Oh, that's nice. Val gave them some choices and of course Annabelle says, I like that one. <laughs> Cash, okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I, lear- he's learning. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch because it makes me too nervous. Like, oh, you know, like I feel for them. But he's growing up learning these things as to where I'm just now doing these things in my 40s. You know, so it's hopefully going to be easier for him to be able to get into this and do things more. And I'm learning. Like, I might have to learn a few things from him because he just seems to be natural at it. And he I'm like, I, I'm still scared. It's still learning for me. Um, you know, as he's learning too. So we're we're at different levels, but um, you know, I'm getting there. Were you guys nervous? Uh, not really. No. no. Not really. <laughs> See, I make you laugh. I was uh, nervous when I like to bottle them up and show them to other hosts who get all nervous and freaked out when they do this. I was nervous when I first came, but then after like the first scene or whatever, 
I, I was fine with it. Yeah, you get like more comfortable because it just feels like you're having a conversation because you're not really even looking at like the crew members. You're just kind of like looking at each other and just like talking and being regular. So, awesome. so basically we're just, our show is talking about laughter and stuff. And then like after a little, we slowly transition into a different topic. Like, like we just did in this uh, one. Yeah. Like we were talking about laughter and stuff. And then we like started talking about video games slowly, but we still were talking about laughter and when we were talking about it. It's, okay. it's interesting because you can't go to the next level. Right now you did a sit, but there are other things that you can do to enhance a show that you're doing. The messages you're saying, laughter right now at your age. This, because you're so good at it, it allows us to go to another level. Mm -hmm. In this business, people have a hard time walking and talking at the same time. Sometimes mm -hmm. they gotta sit, Sometimes you have to make believe they're walking and tape it and bring it back. But you guys are so natural at this thing. And I mean, I'm just looking at your body English right now. We can go to the next level. You can have a sitcom. You can do a stand-up. You can do anything you want because you're comfortable with it. Well, Annabelle said she wanted to do stand-up comedy. Oh, well, no. <laughs> I used to. I used to want to be like a comedian. I want to be a comedian and do stand-up comedy. Well, there's a lot of different ways. If you look at television right now, it's going through a dry spell because there's, you know, with the virus and not filming, they're beginning to open up again. So they got the, uh, what is that? The the mass comedian and oh, stuff. Oh, the mass dancer, mm -hmm. the mass singer. Oh, yeah. They're hiding identities and all that. There's a lot of different ways of doing it, but you got to be able to have people that are comfortable with a camera, and then you move on to the next level. There's the business aspect. There's the comedy aspect. But it all comes together at the end, which I applaud because I'm going to tell you, just like Kids in Caves, these two are way above the curve. They're going to be joining us on the 1 o'clock hour, and Samantha Shu from Alport Jewish Family Services is joining us at the 1 o'clock hour talking about teens and bullying and what different programs that are available in our community for that. And at 12.30, which is about now, we've got Amanda Perna, so let's take a commercial break. Let's see if we've got Amanda on the line, and stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Stars International is a multicultural, open-format record label with multiple production services from recording to broadcasting. On the label side, we focus on developing artists and helping them achieve their goals. Side, we cover anything from recording and mixing your vocals to creating your master track. We also include distribution if needed, and we have full access to TV production and on-air services to help build and create the artist you want to be. We're a fully digital studio and plan on taking music theory to the next level. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. 
a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. This segment is brought to you by Dignity Memorial. Dedicated discounts at need or pre-need. 10% savings, all funeral and cremation services and merchandises. 10% savings, any cemetery purchases, products, and service. All under the umbrella of Brooklyn Cafe. You can get these discounts. Now back to Don and Freddie. You know, I didn't even know PBS wore glasses. A.K.A. Dad. That's because he's about you're my age, and some things you I just got to do. I find out how old he is, and he's not, and I'm older than him. Yeah? He's a puppy. He's puppy, <laughs> I tell you. You're younger than me. Yeah, right. And, yeah, let me go get my boots. Welcome back to our Magical Monday at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. It's Kids Day off of school, so we've got some kids programming from our Kids and Teen work Network joining us. And actually, Amanda Perna kind of goes right in because her artwork and her everything she creates is so fun and whimsical. And she is joining us virtually. Let's see if we can bring Amanda over. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. See what I got? I know. I, I saw my, it. I love it. OG wish wand that you made for me <laughs> four years ago, I think, when we were at yeah. iHeart up I at remember. BZT. I remember. You know, your, your set is outstanding. Where are you? <laughs> I'm in my studio, downtown Delray in the Arts Warehouse. So Holy I'm smoke. at work and calling in. Thank you. Look at this. This is beautiful. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> I love running into Amanda again, but we, no one recognized each other because we were wearing masks. <laughs> And jackets. It was really cold when I went to the Delray Green Market a couple of weeks ago, and I was very happy that you had signage. And I was like, oh my gosh, you don't know who I am. And I would have never recognized nope. you in a mask. But no, Amanda. It's like, you just see this. 
It's unbelievable, but you've done a lot of changes and growth and everything is always with the pom-poms and the tassels. So what is happening with your designing? Well, I mean, obviously last year was a bit different. So instead of making gowns and, you know, all of the things that we normally do, we focused on making face masks to keep people safe. Um, we donated tens of thousands and we really focused last year on just protecting our neighbors and helping each other. And then this year, hopefully, as things get a little bit safer, we can start making clothes again. Where do you sell your clothes? Are they online or are they in person? So we have things available in our studio here at the Arts Warehouse, or you can go online to the House of Perna or neonbohemians.com. What types of things do you do? Because when we were first working with you, they were more accessory based. So you created this and you were doing purses and great big tote bags. So we still have all of the fun accessories, um, especially last year, you know, a lot of earrings with people doing Zoom calls and things um, have been like the best sellers. But yeah, I mean, we originally started in clothing and did a lot of custom gowns and then kind of transitioned into accessories. So now we're kind of putting it all together and doing the whole span. You know, it's important because I, and I was, they were making fun of me because I got my dates mixed up, but the 14th for me every january is when the year begins today's the 18th okay so i missed it by four days but the object of the game when you're doing virtual like you're doing right now what you're putting together is the name of the game you know a lot of people come in in their pajamas and they haven't shaved in four days and you know they got a q-tip sticking out of their ear and they don't realize it and that's not the way you sell product that's not the way you sell mm -mm. trust it's not the way you do things no. So now everybody's coming out, you know, from wherever they were hiding. People are coming out little by little again safely with masks and everything else. But I love this look because it has a very tranquil feel to it. It's very cool. <laughs> Thank you. So what's your number one selling item? Well, it still is face masks and face mask chains. <laughs> But we're hoping, um, you know, going into into this year, um, we have sold a lot of accessories, like a lot of earrings last year were actually our best sellers outside of those items. Um, I think because a lot of people, even if they're in their pajamas while they're doing their calls or whatever, like you're talking about, if they put on earrings, they look a little more polished. Um, so that's been a big one. And then just easy to wear dresses. We've sold a lot of just like comfy, easy things um, that people can wear at home now. And then as they start going out, be able to throw on and, and wear out in the world. Always able to transition into both. We did a whole segment with you in different clubs. I mean, so many great things we were able to do. What do your masks look like? Like, give people a sense of your style. Yeah, so um, my mission always has and always will be to bring joy to the lives of other people. Um, so our masks are super colorful. Actually, let me see if I can get a couple. Angie, do you mind grabbing me a couple masks? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll show you a few. But um, yeah, so we've been making from the beginning, we made really fun, colorful, happy looking masks. We figured if you had to have it on, um, why not help people smile? Um, and we actually won the best of 2020 from Good Housekeeping Magazine for our masks, which is pretty exciting. But wow, that's some unbelievable. Ones. Yeah. So just fun. We have a bunch of different colors and prints and um, things that match the dresses. So this year, when you buy a dress, you could also get a mask that matches. It's funny how different businesses have taken it and you now it incorporates. It. And I think it's going to be the new norm. I don't think we're getting rid of masks anytime mm -hmm. soon. Mm -mm. And I, even if 
hopefully this all goes away. I think there's still people that are going to feel more comfortable wearing them, and it just seems to elevate. Yep. It becomes a fashion statement before, as well as protection. Absolutely, and that's what we tried to do is make it something that like you're not like oh when you have to put it on, but at least it's something that you like and it's pretty. And um, if you have to wear it, we keep saying at least make it look good. Uh, so we've been trying to focus on keeping them safe but pretty. But you've got great pom pom and tassel earrings also always. Like I, yes. I mean those are the cool. I actually it was funny because my daughter now runs the art program at Space of Mind, and <gasps> and we went over there last January when they had. Um, in the pub, hub in the pub, pub in the mm -hmm. hub, what, uh, pub in the hub, I think it was, you didn't make, we got to drink and, and walk through the hub. And we won the basket with your earrings in it. So we bid on it with this great Yay. Delray basket and it had a couple pairs of your earrings in it and one of your necklaces, which was really great. And Chelsea and I had to kind of split it up. Pub in the hub. Wasn't that what it was called? They had their own. Something like that, yeah. Their own beer for the hub because they were just announcing the whole community classroom project. Hub in the hub. Uh huh. You should have been there. I could see that. <laughs> you know, I get to do a it lot of great out. networking, um, which you don't always get to go to. I could see that. But what Two you should you should enjoy once in a while. You should get out and have some fun once in a while. Hub in the hub. <laughs> uh -huh. But it's so great that you're up in this community in the arts center and really supporting the arts. One day we need to get you into our new space here and see how much we get to support the arts because a lot of the amazing artists that we are with at our other studio are now here with us in our new location. Oh, that's wonderful. Plus, we've gotten to incorporate a great new rhinestone artist, and I think pom-poms and tassels will go right along with so many of the other collaborations that we get to do. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think art is really one of those things that brings you joy even in the worst of times. So I can imagine that you guys being surrounded by beautiful art definitely is inspiring with what you do. Did you always want to be a designer? No, I wanted to be an actor for a long time. Um, and then I went to school for psychology and thought I was going to be a, a psychiatrist. Um, Same yeah. <laughs> but here we are. I feel like I do therapy every day with retail therapy with my clients. So, you know, I use those skills. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, I got an announcement. <laughs> now that you brought up art, over the weekend, I spoke to our artists led by Amy. We are going to try to unleash the Boca Basel. Nice. So what we're mm. going to do, we're talking to people at uh, Meisner, we're talking to people at Atlantic, we started doing this, and Amy knows enough people that it's not going to be now, we're talking about six months from now, because I want to plan this out correctly, and I want to do the Basel piece, because I used to be involved with the, the craziness in Miami, which, trust me, it was crazy, but I would like to bring the arts back to Boca, because in our backyard, we have a ton, a ton of artists, from young to old, and we just haven't had a place to put them. So the art place in Atlantic tried to do this last year. It didn't work out right. So I'm learning from their mistakes on how to make it and bring it forward. I would love for you to join and sort of we get these ideas together and put the word out, um, because it's gonna happen. You know, we're gonna have to celebrate when this thing dies down what's a better way to do it than with music and art? So many great things. We talked about re Amazing. recreating this wish wand for people. There are people, Amanda, that would come up to me at the beach and ask me to grant them a wish. 
and certain oh, wishes were beyond that. certain wishes were beyond me and I'd say that's something that you really have to ask God for but I'm more than happy to do what I can do but the wand and with the wish on it had totally took off and people asked me and I think really and like yeah will you grant me a wish I'm, whatever I can do but this wand has been unbelievable Freddie calls it the amoeba Yay. but I call it my <laughs> wish wand <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I, I never said <laughs> that. He's like, and but I love this one. Do you ever think about? We've had a couple of kids in the studio about becoming a fashion designer. <laughs> like random shirt designs, and I look back on it now, and I'm like, oh god, those are interesting. Be part of the arts. <laughs> Part of the arts. So much of what we get to do is to really spotlight on the arts, even with a craft distillery. I mean, who would ever think, right? A woman-owned distillery right in our backyard on West Palm Beach, Amanda. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Incredible. We're going to have a vodka fountain <laughs> where you come in and there'll be vodka circulating. You're very sanitary, very clean. Um, and watch. People laugh. But I tell you, I bet you, if you could put a banana on a canvas and make a million dollars, why in the world wouldn't that work? Vodka stream. You just got to get creative is all it is. You just got to do it. You got to be enough to get it done. In other words, just to go do it and see what happens. Everyone was pivoting last year. Was it hard for you to make the change in the transition? Um, yes and no. Um, I did a ton of research immediately trying to figure out how we made the masks safe. We started by just donating them to the frontline workers because we saw they were in need. So I just cut up fabric in the studio and then in doing research, we figured out how to make them properly. So that was a little tricky. And then obviously early in the pandemic, getting supplies was insanely hard. So getting our fabric and things like that was crazy. Um, but I think when you have such a need, you find a way. So for me, it was trying to keep our neighbors safe. It was trying to keep my team working and in their jobs um, and trying to provide jobs for other people who lost their jobs. So that was my big mission last year, um, which was a huge undertaking. But I think, like you're saying, like if you have an idea and you want to see it happen, you just have to do it. You just have to stop making excuses and you find a way, even if it's really hard. So you have to do, what is your website? So um, the one that has all of the masks and a lot of things right now is thehouseofperna.com. And then our other brand, which has a lot of fun accessories and um, lower price point, is neonbohemians.com. Oh, well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a great website. All right, next time we see you, we got to bring you in here, see what we got going on. Yes. Your studio looks amazing. And you're Thank right you. at the Arts Warehouse. So you're right in downtown Delray? Yep. Are you open yep, to the Yep, right downtown Delray. We are, and the first Friday of every month, um, from six to nine, the whole building is in here and all the artists are here and you can see everyone's studio. So it's a lot of fun and just being part of an art community is so inspiring and amazing. So I'm really grateful. Are you grateful. in that new location that's got multiple floors where there's different rooms that people rent? Yeah, exactly. So it's two well, floors, they're all filled with artists. Yeah, it's we a lot of fun. We almost your neighbor. <gasps> oh my gosh. Remember, we just couldn't work out the logistics. We looked there. We needed yeah. a lot more room than one of those rooms. Yeah. 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 So the whole building is there on the first Friday. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Amanda, thank you so much. Stay safe. Can't wait to thank see you, you again. Thank you. Yes. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>
It's nice to see longtime friends doing great in business. Listen, I, I just have a side note. If I come and I want to wish, and you tell me, no, you got to go to wherever. God. Wherever. I'm going to say, what a jip. Listen. Am I right? Ask me the, the. I got all the way here. Make a believe and say, ah, oh, granted. Okay. What's so hard about that? Oh, you got to go see. You know what they asked me for? They asked me to cure disease. So why are you telling me we're working on it? Okay. That's kind of what I did. And then I said, and we just had to I'm sitting here. The first thing in my head is, what a jip. I came all the way over here and she tells me, I can't help All you. the way to the beach, someone came up to me and said, all the way to I the was beach. at a beach healing. <laughs> and they came up to me and said, you, you always have a wand. Can you grant me a wish? I, they were re-diagnosed with cancer. and So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we talked about giving those out to kids in the hospitals. I know. The problem is you can't do things because they won't let you in, number one. And if they do let you in, it has to be everything proof. You can't swallow it. You can't wear it. You can't pay it right over there. It becomes a sticker. So we talked to Amanda about creating these, so maybe it's time. That's why we have the hope hearts. So many things that we get to do, and I think I gave her a hope heart, and I, I don't didn't have my wand, but I told her I had the next best thing, which was my hand. So we heal with our hands. But don't do that because I'll be the first one to call you out. What do you mean? Of course, yeah, grant but the wish. Only God does things like that. Yeah, grant the wish. <laughs> Somebody walks across the sand, grant him a wish, will ya? You got it. All right, let's take a commercial break. Will you come back more with our Magical Monday with our friends, our crew from Kids Television Network? Stay tuned, and we will be right back. Laser therapy. Our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561-405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Hi, friends, it's Green and Allie from Kids and Capes. Tune in Saturday mornings on the Brooklyn Cafe Kids Television Network at 10 o'clock, where we share fun and ideas. And remember, peace, love, and kindness. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2 TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and 
Television, AMP2 TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why AMP2 TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A M E, the number 2.tv. Or call them at 866 224 5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. All right, this segment of the Brooklyn Cafe is brought to you by Gubba Rum. Remember, guys, Gubba Rum is wicked smooth, and it comes in two flavors, which is coconut and vanilla. Gubba Rum, wicked smooth. Now back to... The Brooklyn Cafe TV show. I just want you to know he forgot our name. No, we were changing it. He forgot our name. We went back to what is their name? <laughs> you see, it went blank. He called me on that if one. If only I could find my mug that says Mom to the Rescue. You know, I had a, got, had a mug here that said Mom to the Rescue that they got me for Christmas. Someone must have taken it. Because it is gone. So I was told that there's a St. Anthony prayer I can do. Is that St. Anthony? And then you're going to bring the mug back. But okay. It's going to bring my mug back. Yeah, Thank you. Bring it back. That's what Ashley told me yesterday. I can ask St. Anthony to bring it back. Yes, but don't change the subject. He forgot our Bless name. Bless you. He you can ask St. Anthony for our names again, Slick. Slick goes and back to, and he hesitated. The Brooklyn Cafe Show. Let me know when Bri and Allie come on the line, and we're going to bring them over also. Our Kids in Capes show, they are entering their second season with us, which is so exciting. And we also have another guest, Samantha Shub, and she was interviewed. She is a teen from Alport Jewish Family Services that they got to interview on Thursday, talking about teen and decision-making and bullying What's it like in school for you guys with bullying and what's the school culture on that? Um, well, I don't get bullied. I haven't really seen that that many people get bullied, but I definitely know that it does still happen and I'm fortunate enough to not experience experience it very often. About put up the kids. But overall, it's pretty well controlled for us at least. It is. And cyberbullying and things like that. What's it been like for you, Cash? Mm, kind of basically what she just said. That's good. I've definitely like experienced more cyberbullying than a regular bullying, but I tend to take it pretty well. I just shrug it off and I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really need your opinion ever. I, I don't really get cyberbullied as much. That's good. That means the school culture is changing and it's good. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to slowly but surely. 
good atmosphere and the teachers and the principals just everybody kind of contributes to that they've really got a good school that they go to so that I think helps of course kids are always evil um, <laughs> and say things you know yeah it's just it's just in their nature to want to say things you know or do things and not necessarily always um, trying to be a bully but it's just you know kids are defensive and and you know for whatever reason feel out of their comfort zone sometimes and have to say something to somebody else to maybe make themselves feel better I don't know what it is but fortunately they go to a good school um, you know I hope there's many other schools out there that are the same but you know I haven't heard of a lot of bullying at their school and you know they say everybody's pretty pretty nice in general there so it's mm -hmm. we really like the atmosphere there it's fine to say like not always nice things but like like constructive constructive criticism but like don't say stuff or like pick on people for stuff that they can't change mm -hmm. in like 30 minutes 30 seconds Good yeah, but that's nice because I remember when my kids were growing up and they said bullying started in elementary school for them mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and they're all grown now but that's just crazy to think they remember they said fourth grade and and things that started for them and it just has lasted so I am thrilled that it's better at your school and Mm -hmm. The teacher and the faculty and everyone has totally paid much more attention to it, which is great. Were you were you ever bullied in school? Me? Yeah. You remember? I think I was bullied more at home. I was bullied in school, junior high school. Never forget this. Um, there was a junior high school football team, and I went to try out, and I made quarterback, and I'm sitting there going, because I, I threw a pass like 60 yards. Okay, I got lucky. I says, now he's making me the quarterback. Wow, Mr. Blaufer, I used to play the Eagles for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was a guard. So it makes me, right? So I go to our social studies, and this guy comes in, and he takes two erases, and he hits me with them. And he made me the Casper the Friendly Ghost looking like. And ran out. And everybody saw it. A kid did this or a teacher? A kid. Wow. And he did it because he wrote on the board all sorts of curse words at me because I got picked to be the quarterback. Now, I didn't, it wasn't my decision. He told me, throw this ball, I threw it, and the guy says, okay, you're the quarterback. So anyway, long story short, and the teacher comes in, and now they're trying to sort of help me get it out of my eyes, because I couldn't breathe, I couldn't see, it was chalk. And he got, the guy went nuts, the professor, the teacher, the social studies teacher. And everybody that was hooked up with that crew got in trouble. And I kept telling him, don't do this, because I knew who they were associated with. So I used to run for fear of my life in junior high school. This is a true story. And I was running for fear, and I went home one day crying, and my brother came in, he says, what's going on? So my cousin came, and he was affiliated with somebody, and they came down, and they walked me to school, and there was a big powwow in junior high school, PS, PS 82. Um, and it was really, really intense. And everybody was like screaming at one another because they hit me with chalk. And I never got bullied again after that. But it took force, which is not the cure to this problem. But bullying, I gotta tell you, I can tell you stories. I went to deal with Clinton, I was bullied. But I love the animal says she just stands right up to them. That's the <laughs> best thing. Yeah, but you got to be brave. You gotta be brave. Freddie will tell you stories too. But it's amazing because it's the kids in the school and the tough of the school, I think the more the bully exists. When we went to Atlantic High School, tough school. 
There was that kid that we interviewed. Do you remember the kid that played football? And during lunch, he used to go talk to kids that were new. And he used to sit with them. And the football team sat with them. And you ain't going to mess with the football Did you see JJ has her new book out? I saw that. She's going to come on to the show and be interviewed. She's another one that was bullied. Yep. So she's going to come. have her here. She's going to. She's in town for a little bit, she said. All of these kids that have turned it around. Now, JJ came from Haiti. And I got to meet JJ at church. Strange story. Now she wrote her book, and she talks about bullying and everything else and what she went through and the transformation she went through. And it goes to, I, I remember when you and I, we used to do every November down at the BB&T Center, the first one, was... Um, no Place for Hate. No Place for Hate. And we wore that, and they put it on the big screen. And there was 21,000 people cheering that No Place for Hate banner. And we gave out all sorts of stuff that day, and we did a show down there. Um, and we pushed, and we pushed, and we pushed, because there is no more room for this nonsense, you know. And the more you try to push it down, the more it seems to creep its ugly head some other way. So. But I am thrilled that your school is good this way. Mm -hmm. Are there different clubs and after-school programs that you guys? I guess you're virtual, so it's a little different now. Uh, yeah. There's last year I took like art and acting. Did you take anything? Yeah. Uh, you're in drama. Didn't you take, yeah. like, that science thing? Yeah. So last year, me and Annabelle were in a drama acting class. Mm -hmm. Acting, yeah. They don't really have anything this year, do they? Because it's then they have the set kind of virtual me. and, you know, the social distancing. They really can't do after-school activities like they used to. True. And it's funny because I'm a firm believer that this is when we should be gearing up behind the scenes is anti-hate stuff. You know, I think it, it, it really behooves our kids, our future, all across from, you know, kindergarten all the way up because now that we have downtime to catch our breath, one of the things that people used to tell us, there's no time. We can't put this program together, there's no time. Well, you know, we got plenty of time now. Uh, there's no more excuses. And like I said, January 14th is for me is to turn on the button sign. And these are one of the things that I want to work. I want to go back to BB&T. I want to hold an anti-bullying uh, rally up there again. I think it's long overdue. I think it's, if you look at the country, the way it's going right now, bullying comes in a lot of different ways. Definitely whether a lot of hate going around. A child, whether you're a dog, a cat, or a bird, mm -hmm. it comes, and it comes ugly, and it comes harsh, and it comes when you least expect it, whether you're wearing a badge, or you're a drummer. I mean, it comes. And sometimes it will cost you your life because of it. So I think we have to sort of re reboot what we're doing right now and change this whole thing and send out the right message. You know, I think it's time. And that's part of one of the reasons I wanted to create the Kids in P Network is kids are going to learn from their peers, just like adults learn from their adults and teens and in our crew and their shows, and they're going to look up to you and say, okay, this is the, these are the games we're playing, these are the jokes they're telling, but also, this is how you stand up for yourself, this is how you fight back against bullying, not fight back, but stand strong in what you believe in, and all the things, and they're going to look to you guys and say, all right, if they can do this, we can do this, mm -hmm. and get in the public eye and say, all right, these are the right things to do, and teach the right skills, 
and the right ways to be on social media. My idea was everyone's on social media and not everything is good on social media. Definitely not. So if you can all share the right things to do on social media, then maybe it just makes a difference on one person's life and it's that ripple effect and that pebble. So mm -hmm. I am so excited that we get to share your show on Saturday. Yeah, I, I feel can't like wait to see it. I feel like um like when you look at somebody who's the same age who's like the same age as you or somewhere around that and like encouraging you to do something or showing you how to do something or showing how they do something you're like wow I could do that too I feel like it's just easier than seeing someone who's like 10 years older than you doing something so you're like oh they're they have 10 more years of experience than me so I feel like it's just better for kids to reflect on kids very mature mm -hmm. do you have any brothers or sisters no nope this, nope. this is it <laughs> well this is the, you guys are incredible and i love that you're friends and i love the mm -hmm. the guy girl whole thing going forward with the show i think it's a great mm -hmm. interaction it's really cool you know we didn't we didn't do this today specifically because today is martha luther king's a day and we didn't ever I didn't even think this was going to come out this way at all maybe you you knew it but um, what a what a good topic what a good day to do this thing when I was coaching boys and girls especially in football I had a lot of kids that didn't have brothers and sisters and there were 16 kids to a team and we used to have a brother and sister day because I did coach girls on that team as well and all of a sudden they had a brother and all of a sudden they had a sister because usually there was one girl on the team and all of a sudden these kids went through school knowing each other they, they knew each other like friends and everything else they became brothers it was a whole different style of, of trying to getting people together which was really really cool I mean I miss coaching I was telling Linda the other day, I miss it, man. You should I, get back into it. I, I, I don't know. I may be too old. I don't know. But I miss it because I got to tell you something. Kids will teach you something every day. And right in front of me, it witness. And someone knows what I'm talking about. Right in front of me, it is a witness of today. And they are the future. And they will teach us who we allegedly, we know everything. We don't know half of what's going on right now. But they, they see it differently. They see it cleanly. You know, up is up, down is down. They don't have garbage in their trunk, which is always a problem. When you get older, you get all this garbage, and you believe garbage over truth. Listen, it's always about the kids, and I'm excited. We have a meeting scheduled with the school on Wednesday to bring their podcast to life. And I'm hoping, I'm going to ask you guys and your moms if I can show them your show, because... This is a school that we've been working with, and people are coming to this school and saying we want to do podcasts, we want our kids to be doing their own show, so they mm -hmm. reach out to us. We've got a call with them on Wednesday. Do you remember when we first started, we worked with another school, and you taught them about ketchup and mustard. That's still there. <laughs> ketchup and mustard. We did a production course for our home school, and the ages were like from kindergarten all the way up so it was a diverse group and they had to go in and write their scripts and learn the camera and work together as a team and the end of the program was they developed their own show this was like three four years ago already it was, it was a long Saturday time ago morning i remember oh. that yep the mustard was introvert ketchup was extrovert valor brie and ally on let's and bring over brie and ally i'm excited that you guys are here on the same day that our kids and cape show hosts are joining us we've got brie and ally joining nice. us of Kids in Cape, they're in season. Do you still have that shirt? I'm sure I do. I wore that shirt to WW, and the mother of the owner, 
she jumped up and said, oh my God, I remember this, I remember you, and everybody stopped the meeting. Well, I was like, wow, where'd this come from? <laughs> but uh, ketchup and mustard. Which are you, remember? Introvert or extrovert, and then they decided they were a combination. Yes, because you can't always be, because <laughs> I like ketchup, I don't like mustard. You can't always be ketchup, so. Val, as soon as you get them, let's bring them over, because I'm so excited. They did such a great show. These two little girls, they're sisters, they're now nine and 11, Brielle and Allie, and they started Kids in Capes last January. They did their premiere show, and you and I ran the sound in there, and it was, was horrible. it was fully edited. It was on our they would do a show, and they would cut and edit, and we would edit and edit. Now, they go live on radio, they come in, they sit here on the stage. Not only do they do live for 27 minutes, they interview teenagers on Thursday for 27 and minutes. she goes, give me the script and get out the way. <laughs> wow. And unbelievable. Wow. So Val, just bring them over because you see how they have grown in a year is amazing. And, and everybody at the radio station says, Freddie, you ain't got to do nothing more. Just keep the Kids Television Network going. You ain't got to do anything else. Got him, Val? What happened? <laughs> she lost him? You lost him? All right, I got to tell Amy to turn your camera back on. Let's Wait. take a commercial break. Let me get in with Amy. Okay. And um, we'll bring Bree and Allie over. You guys, I'm excited that you get to meet them, Annabelle and Cash, because they were this whole brainchild for our whole network. So let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. Media production and WMA Money Talk Radio have been in joint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it's never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. Kids for Kids Ministry. The vision is to see children in Haiti emerge from extreme poverty into an extraordinary destiny in Christ. The problem is the orphans in Haiti lack clean water to drink and food sustainability. These children need art-integrated education, medical needs, shoes, clothes, a lunch program, and teacher salary aid. The mission is to sponsor local leaders in Haiti to support them in the care of orphans and vulnerable children. In January of 2020, Kids for Kids traveled to Haiti to visit the orphans at their home and at their school. The school has now grown to 30 children attending daily classes, but there are many things to improve upon. To help us or to donate, contact Patty Paget at Kids for Kids Ministry, 561-876-1710. That's Kids for Kids Ministry at 561 561- Eight seven six one seven one zero.
Are your health issues stopping you from living the life you've imagined? Are you unable to do the things you want to do due to chronic pain or chronic health issues? Have you seen many doctors, taken multiple medications, but are still suffering? Or are you simply looking for ways to boost your immune system and live a long and healthy life? Total Holistic Center is the solution you've been looking for. We provide you with out-of-the-box, cutting-edge scientific technologies for true health, wellness, and anti-aging via phone, in-person, or virtual video consultations. Some of our services include total wellness consultations, where we dig deeper into underlying root causes of chronic health issues, and personalized 360 wellness protocols customized specifically just for you based on your individualized biomarkers. Visit us at www.totalholisticcenter.com or call us at 561-323-4994. Am2TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Today we celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Today is special for me because I'm sitting here in the Brooklyn Show Cafe using my... um, Exploring my dream with these beautiful people, Don and Freddie. Now back to Don and Freddie. Nice job. CBS in the nice job. What's his name? What's his name? His name is Jeffrey. Jeffrey. You're not really a Jeffrey. Huh? I don't know. Jeffrey doesn't fit. PBS is, is nice. Is that your real name, Jeffrey? Jeffrey is my real name. He's like, you call me Jeff, but I don't like Jeff. No, he goes by Jeffrey. Yeah. Let's bring the kids over because then we've got Samantha joining us also, and hopefully she's going to get a connection. Let's bring over Bree and Allie, our Kids in Capes co-hosts, and the first show of our Kids Television Network. Hi. Hi, girls. Hi. How How are you? I'm good. You did it. You did a great show on Thursday. Is they're all growing up? We're getting feedback from the computer. Yeah, they, you got to turn the computer sound down a little bit, ladies. There you go. So we're excited. So they're running their own computer that you get to meet. We did another quick segment because you've inspired so many kids to come forward. And part of our Kids and Teens Network is we've got Cash and Annabelle. And I wanted, we wanted you to get to meet them 
because you all started this and you're on radio on Thursday nights on WWNN and we were just talking mm -hmm. how, remember when we started, used to edit your shows? You would come in yeah. and record for hours and edit for 30 minutes? Yeah. And now look what you did on Thursday night. We're just going like straight through all like that. How does that feel? Well, so the first time we went live, like the very first time, um, I think it, I think I was more scared. But now, like after doing it like the second time, I got a lot more used to it. So you just get used to it. It takes a little time, a lot of practice. But if you just keep on like practicing, then you can like, then it gets a lot easier. I was. First, I was scared because I never went live before, but then after I did it, I started getting used to it. And now I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it's also editing because and I'm fine with going live. We love that you go live. The radio station loves your show. How did you like interviewing on Thursday night, you had two teenagers in here. I thought it was such a great experience because I don't really think we talked about that topic a lot on the show. So I think that we sort of brought it out and discussed it was um, just very good because a lot of people on the show, we said this, don't really have that talk so much. So that we sort of opened it to all the people like, listening to us i think it's a really good i i think it was a really nice experience for our viewers and everything um i liked it i thought that they were really nice and they told everybody some things we were talking about bullying and that's what your show talked about on thursday night yeah you should never bully because Bullying is just wrong. Brielle? I think when you bully someone, it's it's not, it's a really disgusting thing to do because you you can like make them not like themselves or feel certain ways about themselves that isn't healthy to feel about yourself. That it's not good for people to have like a lot of hate of themselves because that can lead to so many different things. So I think bullying just in general is a disgusting, not nice thing to do. And it's something that really shouldn't happen, but there's so many people in this world that just do it. So it it's like really do you get hard. To talk, to do you get to talk about it in school? At school, we have, sometimes we have teachers or we have topics in some classes where we um, discuss bullying and that, like problems with bullying. And I'm sure a lot of schools do that. Like we, we don't like spend like 40 minutes talking about it, but we talk about like different things of it. Like that's, we do discuss it in school, but we don't like spend like a long time discussing it. Allie, what's your favorite part about doing Kids in Cape show? Well, probably my favorite part is the interviews because I like to learn about others and what they do in this community. 
How about you, Brielle? What's your favorite part about doing your show? So I love interviews because I love meeting new people. But I also like that when we're doing the radio show, we learn a lot of new information, which is really fun to me because I love to learn a lot of stuff that I don't know. So I love that we get to learn new information, and I love having guest interviews because it's really interesting to like know what they do in the community, like what Alex said. If you have advice for any of your friends that are listening who want to talk about bullying or have a show or just make you laugh, what would your advice be? Well, probably my advice is if somebody bullies you, just they're probably wrong because bullying is never good. And if somebody bullies you, just say, okay, whatever, because you know that they're wrong and they just have nothing else to do and they just want to bully you. But okay. it's not going to stop you. Val, can you put up Cash and Annabelle also so they can get to meet each other? There you go. Hi. Hello. Hi. So Cash and Annabelle are 10. How old are you girls? Um, I'm currently 11 and I'm not. She's currently 11. Currently, she should. She's 11. Next year, she might be 25, but right now, she's 11. Currently. You guys are awesome. In a month, I'll be 11. In a month, you'll be 11? Mm -hmm. Five months, I'll be 11. So you guys are here all pretty much. What is your guys' show about? Hmm? What is your show about, they wanted to know? Oh, we did, um... We did like a little episode on laughter and video games, kind of just like both, and tied them in together. Oh, that's good. They, they actually, what they did, to, they did today for us is that they came in for the first time and we wanted to see them on film, like the first time when you guys started. And they put together a laughter piece, they put together, um, what was it we called it? Things that make you laugh. laugh. Things that make you laugh, yeah. Um, but they are verse enough, like you ladies, they're versed enough to bring this to a whole nother piece. And I wanted to see if we can get a show with the girls live on the radio. You had to, you know, the logistics has to work and everything else. But I'm really interested to see because they're all at that same level. And if you're looking at what I'm looking at right now, they all have the same mannerisms. And they have that whole curve thing going on right now. And I can see it, I can feel it, even though they got a window behind them, it looks like they're in the twilight zone in there. <laughs> but I, I can see it and feel it, and I think I like to see it in action, see how it works out. Yeah, maybe one day or one night, we can do an extra show and put the four of you together on a set. Bobby, That'd be um, cool. That seems good. That'd be very nice. Tell mom not to worry, we'll write the script. <laughs> She's laughing. <laughs> Amy, we got you covered. I don't want to. We don't want to make any more work for the moms. We just want to inspire. More, we just want to inspire more kids because what the four of you bring and Brielle and Allie, what you have brought forward in this past year, and to interview teenagers, that's not easy to interview, and especially somebody older than you. And what a great job you did on Thursday. Thank you. What do you want to do next with Kids and Capes? What's your idea for the 2021? Well, probably the idea is to do more interviews. Um, I think our idea is to get more kids involved in helping the community and doing a lot of community service and things like that. 
to help others. And I think that's sort of what the goal is at the show, to get more people involved in doing kind deeds. Are you able to do some of your community outreach programs still? Some, some. Some we couldn't really do because of COVID, and someone's still continuing due to COVID. They have a foundation that every month they would give back to the community and go into reading books with the pets and making food at some of the synagogues Aww. and great things. And But you, you changed a little bit. We were able to make sandwiches and give those back to people that were hungry. Yeah, and whenever, we, and whenever somebody does a deed, it makes you feel really good. You all do so many great things for the community. They got us involved making sandwiches, right? Yeah, we actually made 100 sandwiches for wow. you all, for one of your organizations. Yeah. I think it was for Spread the Love. Spread the Love, which was amazing. Thank you. And we're going to re-air your show next week because it was such a great show. We're going to play it again on the radio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Do you have any other advice for, for your friends that are watching about bullying or how to be in front and be a role model? I think just to be a role model, you should be yourself and just do kind deeds wherever you are. And always remember peace, love, and kindness. <laughs> I say trademark. Ali, how about you? Well, my problem advice is whenever somebody bullies you, never listen to them because they they just want to bully because maybe they had bad experience, but we don't know. So if somebody bullies you, it's fine and just let it all go because you know it's not true. Tell them to go to a teacher if someone is bullying you at school. Never get too involved. It's like never start physically fighting or emotionally like someone just go to and tell an adult someone you trust and hopefully it'll just be better ask them freddie has a question for you girls for brie and allie i want to know what do you want to what do you want to be when you grow up um when i grow up i either want to be a therapist a divorce lawyer or a celebrity lawyer I want to be a pediatrician. Wow, a pediatrician. Pediatrician. Very cool. Brielle, you're in fifth grade, right? Yes. And you guys are both in fifth grade, right? Yes. So you're all the same age? Kind of. Very cool. Am I smarter than a fifth grader? You and I are not smarter than fifth graders, <laughs> I can tell you that. I, but I, I bring up the white flag. Straight up front, we know we are not smarter than fifth graders. You all have taught everyone Weird so much. I'm okay. so proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks. Have a good day. Stay safe. Thank we'll introduce you again. Bye. Bye, girls. Bye. Fifth grade. I love the fifth grade. I did so much stuff. You did so much stuff? Look, PBS is like, wow. I know. We get to do such amazing things, don't we? What we get to do and the people that we get to interact with, these girls are remarkable. And Amy's in the middle. Their mom is getting her, she just got her master's, so she may be going for her PhD. I don't know. A woman is incredible. She's finished grad school next year. And what, what these girls get to do, 
little Junior Miss Cuba, and they run the gamut, and they run their entire show right here. They get double stools, and, and they do their thing. And before the virus hit, they were being flown all over the world. They, they had to cancel something in France, I think it was. Yeah, Fashion Week, Paris Fashion, Fashion, Fashion Week. Week. New York, they were in New York as well. Now, they, they work with some of the fashion designers. Just amazing what they get to do. And it's it's amazing. If it wasn't for COVID, they would be flown everywhere. I mean, these kids at their young age were, I, I, I was like, you're going to come here to do what? And they're going to Paris and they're going to Canada. They went to New York. They go everywhere. Uh, but here they are. And Put a great foundation. Wow. Valerie, is Samantha on? Yeah. Can you bring her over? There's no audio. All right, I'm going to get in touch commercial? with Samantha. Let's take a commercial break. More to come on our MLK Day as we pay tribute to our kids. You want to bring her over? Why don't we go to commercial break, and then we'll bring, her, we'll over. bring her over. Hang tight. More to come, and we will be right back. Playing Moments is a healing playroom a mind-body-spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing and Reiki, chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Hi, I'm Robin Weiss, and I'm a rhinestone artist and rhinestone art instructor. Twelve years ago, when I retired from my nail business, I decided to become a rhinestone artist. But then I soon realized there was nowhere that I could go to find the adequate combination of tools or even instructions of how to go about enjoying this craft. My passion for this beautiful medium we know as rhinestones and what I knew they could create drove me to figure out a way to create this magical craft that I now teach.
I have developed the perfect rhinestone crafting starter kit, which contains the perfect rhinestone crafting pickup stick. I created this kit to help others and to show you that rhinestone crafting is a craft whose time has come. Filled with fun, rhythmic, and therapeutic, the amount of items that you can cover is endless. Not to mention the places this craft will take you and the people you will meet if you should decide you want to get to artist level. You can watch my creations and watch me work on the Brooklyn Cafe TV show every Thursday, where I'll be blinging for Dawn and sometimes Freddie. While we enjoy each other's company, I'll be bringing you the most beautiful and fun creations to inspire you to try this craft. You can also find me on Real Housewives of Bling at Instagram and also my Facebook group. That is where I'll show you all of my crystal creations while you follow me on my rhinestone journey. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. All right, guys, welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe TV show. This is Slick once again, and I have to point out the factor of I did have a dream, being that we are celebrating um, Martin Luther King. Um, Mar- I'll say Martin Luther King week. I do have a dream that, or I did have a dream that we're going to get a new sponsor, and our new sponsor right now is Mr. Limo Service, DJ Service, I'll say anything under the sun that has to do with you driving and having a good time in the Tri-County. Hit up Mr. Hello, Mr. DJ. Hey, Mr. DJ. And hey, Mr. DJ will cover everything that you have to do so you don't have to pull out your car, take out your car, risk driving home drunk or risk trying to figure out how these apps work. You can just book it with Hey, Mr. DJ and he has you for the whole night and he can get you for the whole night and also... One of our um, good sponsors as well, Lost Harbor, Palm Beach Distillery. um, I just love the Kava Sutra. I was going to say Kava Sutra, but this is the Coffee Star, and um, Coffee Star goes good with my hot chocolate. And back to Don and Freddie and the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You put the coffee chocolate in the hot chocolate? How is that? Did you put it in your hot chocolate? Yeah, I put it in my hot chocolate. It's nice, yeah. Really? Summer puts it in her mochaccino. It's a little bit of coffee, a little bit of hot chocolate, a little bit of capuchara. I like it with ice. You could do that, too. I just like it with ice. It's, it's yeah. versatile. Because I can't pick what to drink. Hot chocolate and coffee. And it's just versatile. Now, I just want you to know that he noticed that he forgot where he was. So he had a look on the mic jacket. No, I think he was turning his mic on. Now, I got to tell you, Nick has been a friend of the show for three years. And there was a wedding that you went to. And I asked him to do me a favor to take you and Chuck and pick you up. Uh, and he did it. it was two, yeah, that's coming up on two years, actually. Yeah. Their anniversary is two years in February. Are they still married? They're still married. If not, I guess I'm a limo. <laughs> but, 
but uh, hey, Mr. DJ, and I think it's hey, Mr. DJ Nick dot com. Is that the website? And there's the breaking news. Yeah, but you're supposed to put the banner. <laughs> I'm like, what's the breaking news we got going? And, and there, there it go. is. All right. Hey, Mr. DJ Limo and DJ Services by Nick. Very nice. He actually does both. He has the limo service and then he's a DJ. So he's a DJ by night, limo service by day. Uh, but we are trying to introduce the limo service and some of our sponsors are going to be in the car, like Lost Harbor and Gubba Rum are going to be inside the car as well. But if you go to any kind of nighttime activity and you don't want to drive, um, they have a whole deal set up with, uh, I think, Myers and everything else. They're putting that together. So All right, maybe we can even connect them with Lost Harbor and different tours because when you, it's like when you go to Napa, you're not going to drive while you, while after you're done tasting, but come up to Lost Harbor, have a little bit tasting, go through a tour, and then safely get home. Are you doing tastings yet at your place? Um, slowly, yes. Um, it's by appointment only right now just because of the whole COVID situation and because I don't have, you know, a staff there at all times. And so I just want to make sure that we're not, you know, bumping into other people and, you know, that we encourage making an appointment and we're slowly getting back into it. So, gotcha. so I know I think Taylor's going to go up and take some film on Thursday so yep. you can get your commercial going. Mm -hmm. So we see exactly what's going on there. And the labeling party, I'm all in for a labeling party, by the way. Oh, for sure. It's fun. So I'm going to join you and Beth on labeling. Absolutely, nice. anytime. It's, it's a good time. Yeah. What's the labeling party? You have a party, you put labels on. You drink yeah. little. It's like mm -hmm. Lucy and Ethel on the <laughs> right. chocolate, chocolate line. Mm -hmm. One for me, one for the bo bottle. Mm -hmm. A shot for me, a label on the bottle. I can see these labels going By the end of it, down. the labels may not be on the bottles, but another shot for me. Labels upside down. <laughs> Vodka is yeah. gin, gin is whatever. I, I can just see. Just do it. Resp I, you know, again, the fun part of the I job that I get to do Lucy. is you work at night and I get to go hang I with the girls at night. Lucy. I think tomorrow night at Grapes, Lenore posted on Sultry Palette, she's making a saffron fish soup, so if anyone's interested oh, in going to Tuesday. Grapes cooking tomorrow night. Is, uh, is your group on Tuesday is going back down? I, I don't know. I might have to go again tomorrow. That was hilarious <laughs> last week. Go? And Lewis, if it's you're watching, place. I send people to meet Lewis at Atlantic at the Green Market mm -hmm. on Saturday. Yeah. So people say to me, there's no Lewis here. So I text him, well, Lewis, where are you? He went down to the other green market uh, in Pompano. Oh, okay. So I said, Lewis. You sent people there. I sent people to Atlanta. So we have funny. another guest joining us on the line. We've got Samantha Shub joining us with Alpert Jewish Family Services. And Samantha was one of the guests that Brielle and Allie interviewed on Thursday. She's got a window behind her. <laughs> Can you lower the yeah. shade behind you, Samantha? Uh, yeah, I can try. I'm sorry for the bad lighting. <laughs> the lighting's great. It's just on the camera we get backlight, but it looks beautiful where you are. And voila, you, you just reappeared. There you go. Now we get to see you. Thank you so much for doing this work. You live in Wellington? Yes, I do. Wellington, Florida. We were just talking to one of our kids here. She's going to be going to what middle school in Wellington? Wellington Landings. Wellington Landings. Oh, yes. A lot of my friends went there. I'm excited to have you on. We had Brielle and Allie on the last segment. And what they have done in this past year is spectacular. We got to talk to Sarah Walsh a couple months ago about the program that you have at Alpert. 
and uh, and she said to us we need to do more with the cafe and with our kids network so there's going to be more I'm going to ask hopefully that you'll do with us but since it's MLK and your office school I wanted you to share with everyone the program that you work with Mm -hmm. um, so I'm a part of Teen Trainers um, uh, Relationships and Decisions Program, and basically um, we educate on like means of preventing relationship abuse and helping other teens who are currently involved with unhealthy relationships. Um, and recently, um, there's been an uptick in bullying and the issues with technology. Uh, we also focus on that, and we basically try to encourage other um, teens and peers to come forward about those experiences. Um, and we're just here to create an open space and especially raise that awareness. We just need to turn your computer volume down a little bit because we're getting feedback. How long have you been involved? And this program is through Alport Jewish Family Services. Mm -hmm. Yes. How long have you been involved um, I've, doing been, this? I've been involved in the program since my freshman year of high school. So this is going to be my third year program. And you do trainee, you teach other kids or how does this program work how do people be a part of it um so basically we we travel to synagogues and schools and we do these gigs um where we do activities with the kids um relating to the information and everything um, so we teach like a curriculum about the relationship abuse, stereotypes, bullying through these activities, um, such as like Jeopardy, um, an activity should you stay or should you go, where we have the kids um, stand up and go to a separate room for staying and going with these different like situations. Um, so yes, we, and then you can get involved um, by contacting Sarah Walsh. Um, and just we try to reach out to as many other teams who would like to become almost like a mentor in this program. It's really interesting because we are here on Thursday and Slick said I didn't realize there was so much of bullying and different types of relationship abuse, right? We hear of cyberbullying and you talk about so many more things than we even are aware of. What is the uptick? Is the uptick on the cyber side of it through technology or just bullying in general? Or is it more abuse? Um, I would say um, bullying in general, although cyberbullying is the most common form of it, um, especially today with all the social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok especially. Um, but um, relationship abuse and unhealthy relationships, a lot of the times it's not realized that um, like many of the people that you know may be experiencing um, and this abuse, um, because it, it's not just physical, it's emotional as well. Um, and I know, like for me, when I got involved with the program, it really opened my eyes to um, everything around me, because I do know friends who have been in unhealthy relationships or experienced bullying. And a lot of the times, it just, it's not talked about, and that's why, um, it's not really well known or that it doesn't seem like it goes on that much. Why do you think it's not talked about? Um, I think a lot of the times um, people are just afraid to be alone in what had happened to them, um, especially in like our society where it's, for example, many of, 
I believe it's um, like one in three or one in four rape cases are actually brought to justice. Um, it's just our society creates like this idea of perfect relationships and just, um, just I think it's a lot of fear, especially at a young age, just experiencing like the, any of the physical abuse, the emotional abuse. It's just fear that no one can relate or understand what's happened or that instead of being the victim, it would be your fault. Do you have online programs now because not everyone's in school, synagogues and churches aren't to capacity? How are you getting your message spread now? Um, so we do a lot of videos um, through Facebook. Um, uh, as of right now, we are about to do our first gig with Meyer Academy virtually. Um, so we're going to see how that goes with the whole Zoom. Um, we can still do Jeopardy and we can still try to do our activities. Um, but we're still kind of testing the waters on which way is best to reach people and reach teens. And the people that you help, they don't have to be Jewish. This is an open program. Of course, yes, exactly. Um, it's just we most of our gigs have been at synagogues, um, but not. Of course, it's not just exclusively for Jewish teenagers. Um, I mean, most of my friends aren't Jewish, and I've talked to them about the material in the program and introduced them to it. So it's definitely not just for Jewish teens. And do you guys have a hotline? So uh, say you, you have a friend or you know of someone that is not in a, a good situation, but they're afraid to talk, and, and Blake had talked about it, you're afraid to go to an adult, or you're, you, can't tell, you feel you can't tell your parents, but yet you know this isn't right. Is there a hotline, or what do you recommend people do? Um, so I would recommend uh, Sarah Walsh is always there to talk to. I have a friend who um, went to Sarah Walsh through this hotline. Um, I believe the number is being shown on the screen right now. Um, and just having someone on the other line who cares about you and your situation, it's so, so important. Um, I mean, I know that I am always here for anyone. Um, I'm comfortable sharing my number if needed. Um, but I just think that, yes, contacting Sarah Wall should be the first step because just having someone on the other line um, who understands you, who believes your story and is on your side is very important. And there's also um, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, it, goes, it goes everywhere, <laughs> yeah. How did you get involved with this program? Um, so my sister was a big part of this program throughout her high school career. Um, she's in college right now, but she introduced me to the program and to Sarah Walsh. Um, and I had contacted Sarah Walsh through her email. Um, and I just really wanted to find a way to get involved um, because I'm a big mental health advocate for for you know the first part. Um, and I just, I really wanted to share my experiences that I've had um, and just show other teams that uh, you're not alone. And I think that's the most important thing, especially the mental health aspect. You saw that one, the kid in New Year's Day that took his life at 25. And right now, in general, people have depression and anxiety and the pressure on our kids and our teens right now in, our, in their 20s, is worse than ever and people they need a hotline they need to know there's a safe place and they feel that they can be heard and i love the program that sarah has put together what if people want to be a mentor just like you can they call sarah as well 
Yes, of course. They can contact her through her phone number or her email, um, or they can contact me or anyone else that they know in the program. And you're a junior in high school. Any thoughts of what you want to do when you go to college? Um, yes, I actually would like to go into um, the medical field, either with research development um, or just working in hospitals, my own practice. I'm not sure how much school I want to do, though, so it all depends on that. <laughs> and I know one of the questions that Brian Alley asked you do they keep the boys and the girls together in the same program? Um, yes, everyone is together in the program, um, unless we have a big group at a gig and then we'll split them into two just so it can be more intimate and like easier to be heard. Um, but yes, it's for both boys and girls. And once again, we're trying to create an open space where everyone can share their experiences, no matter your gender, your race, your beliefs, everything. Um, it's, just, it's just an open space where you can be vulnerable and be understood. And what are the ages that you work with? Um, commonly, we work with uh, middle school to high school, so anywhere from sixth grade to being a senior. Um, and yeah, we change our pro we change our um, activities slightly to adhere to the age, um, but it's because it's very heavy information sometimes. But we still um, we try to share it in the best way possible. So Cash and Annabelle, that will be you guys in about six months. Do you have any questions? Uh, no, not really. Cash? It's kind of crazy, right, how you go from being in fifth grade to being put in a whole teen program when you go into sixth yeah. grade, which is not so far away. Mm -hmm. Not very far away at all. And it's right there. Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. I would I'm going to talk to Sarah and talk to you and Blake, and maybe we can put a, a 30 minute show and just get you more visibility on what it is because the bullying and what happens in, I hate to say middle school because you guys are going to middle school. Middle school is some of the toughest time because you go from being innocent kids in elementary school <laughs> to kind of being thrown right into the changes of your body and life and emotions in middle school. And if you don't get appropriate advice then, when you hit high school, you don't know, sometimes don't know which way to turn. So I would definitely love to share more of this information. And I remember yeah. going through it with my kids, and I can't imagine it's gotten a whole lot better. So thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Stay safe. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, it's amazing because you don't measure, you're not able to measure the amount of damage that bullying does. You don't until, realize it until you're older and you it still sits with you. You I, still remember every story. You do, and, and the problem is that as your kids get older, remember when we had the kids from the shooting from the school, um, and they called us. We had done it, we were doing the show, and they the day they marched out, they, they worked out, they actually called the radio station, they called us. Um, and it's funny because that night, the night before, I was watching Chicago PD, and it talks about the cop thought he knew his son. And you don't know your kid. I mean, you want to say, I know my kid. Every parent wants to say that. I know him, he's a good kid. I, every kid in the world is a good kid. I get it. And nobody wants to say something negative about their own kid. I get it. But do we know when they're going through bullying? Do we see the signs? Do we understand your kids trying to communicate with you? And oh, I'll get to you in a second. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. Never home. Do we know if they're sleeping, if they're eating, their patterns? 
how they play with their hair, how they play with their hands. It's so many different things. There are so many signs um, that these programs that you're talking about today are vital. This is vital for our survival, for our kids, for ourselves. You know, you're looking at a very slippery slope here if you don't realize what's going on in front of you. And if you think about, especially now, we've got single parents, parents that are trying to work, their kids are home from school, they're doing it virtually. So you're a single parent, or even two parents, home from work, dealing with the finances of what it is. Your kids are home from school, and and they're getting bullied. And But the kids don't want to say anything, or they're in a teen, new relationship. You know it's not going the right way, but as a parent, you think, how much more can I really do? I'm I'm stretched if the kid even comes to you. But now there are programs and resources in our community that are a safe haven, which is the most important thing to know, that everything is confidential and you know they're in good hands. And Sarah has put an incredible program together to reach out to her or any of her teens in different age groups along the way. Because again, it's like what I said, you learn from your peers, right? You're gonna go to someone that you trust as opposed to feeling like I can't trust, where do I go? And someone, they, everyone should have a safe place to go. And you got to come to the realization that you do have a place. There is always a place, and we've given the information. Uh, if you can't talk to your parents, listen, as a coach, they used to come to me, and I had to go talk to the parents. Mm -hmm. And it was really tough because I had to, be, I had to protect their, them telling me, and I just couldn't go and tell the parent, listen, they told me this and this and that wasn't the way I did it. I questioned them things that were happening to them because the kids didn't want to talk to their parents. They were afraid they're talking to their parents there was something wrong with them. They shouldn't be feeling this way. They shouldn't be going through this. I got to tell you, man, you got to get hit to the deal. You know, not that I'm saying I'm the world's greatest parent. I'm not. I've learned. I've made my mistakes. But it's gonna, it, it can cost the kids their life. But you now. know how they say out of the mouths of babes and Allie starts every show with, this show is best listened to with an adult. So grab a parent or grab an adult and listen to our show with an adult. She starts, every, our, our nine-year-old starts every show like that, but that's exactly what it is. But that's where it's at, that's where it's about. And the quicker we get hit to the game, the better. It's never gonna be resolved. I'm not saying we have the solution to this problem. There's always gonna be something going on but at least, you know, give the kids a chance, that's all I'm saying. Give them an opportunity that you are listening, you are hearing them, uh, and it's all good. You ever, you remember Annabelle, the time? I think, has something to say. Stay yes, Annabelle. Uh, I was going to say, like, sometimes it is easier to speak to somebody first that you don't really know, because then you have, like, it in your head, like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm saying, or, like, sometimes it's better to share your feelings, like, online to people that to like hotlines or stuff like that because um you can kind of like look over what you're saying look over what you're gonna like be typing and be like okay yeah this is what i'm feeling because sometimes it's a lot less stress when you get to look over what you're gonna say than when you're actually saying stuff in real life and then from there from like speaking to people that you that you don't really know like from hotlines and stuff like that then you can move on to like communicating with your parents your friends and like actually being open about what you're feeling it's just little baby steps do it online you only hope as a parent you only hope that the, whoever your kids are talking to online are the right people that they're talking mm -hmm. to online Absolutely. so that you know it's a safe reputable foundational organization and it's not just it looks like it and then it's somebody who's not representing themselves the right way on the other side
And that's probably one of the hardest things, moms, yeah? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, even with these games, you know, you don't know who they're chatting with, and you constantly have to check, like, you know, oh, these are my friends. Well, how do you know? Like, well, they say they're 12. Well, what if they're not? You know, we don't know who they are on the other mm -hmm. side. And that's really scary because what if they're digging for information? What if they're, you know, and, and it, it's a scary thing online. You know, these games and online chats and just the social media platforms because you really don't know who anybody is out there. We didn't have that as kids. We didn't have all these platforms and chats and, and social media and things like that. So when we were talking to somebody, it was, you know, if you make a call, you're calling somebody that you know on a landline, you know, or whatever it was, but you have no idea who they're chatting to now. And sometimes they get mad at you and sometimes they're, you know, upset like, well, why don't you trust me? And I'm like, I do trust you, but I don't trust them. I don't know who they are, and I want to keep you safe. You know, so please just be careful about who you're talking to and chatting to, and please make sure it's the right avenues or the right people and, and stuff like that, and it's really hard. How do you have these conversations? At what age do you start having these conversations? Because you like and I are closer eight. to grandchildren's age with this than kids' ages. Right. I mean, I would, we gave Annabelle her first phone when she turned 10. Mm -hmm because we knew that she was getting a little bit, you know, more mature. But we also, at least in our house, were super big on boundaries. And she posts this on her own Instagram. Account. Yeah, I have multiple Instagrams. So like when I meet people uh, like online, I'm like, oh, I can really connect with you. You're really fun. I'll like give them the Instagram where I don't post my face. I don't post personal things. Right. And then so like people the I know don't comment and then like, well, and then sometimes we'll share like voice messages, so, like and then I know, or like go on calls, because then I know that they're not like 50 years old. Because like I, I won't meet somebody and be like, oh my god, yes, I trust you with my life. I'm going to tell you everything. Oh my god, and because you, they can end up being like 60 years old. Right, and that's the thing. Always having that open <laughs> communication um, of being. I think if you tell the kids, you know, be honest with them. There are not always safe people on the other side of that screen but if you know i don't show my face i don't give my real name i go by this character name you know i don't say where i live there's all these kind of rules and then at the end of the day i bought that phone so that's still my phone so i have all the passwords i have all the controls i can go in that phone and yes there's a line of trust but if it feels like something is off or if it feels like somebody's getting too in to this to the circle that's on me that's my job as the parent is to go into her phone and okay well who are we talking to what are we talking about how long are we talking to them who you know and i think but she knows that too it's not like i'm sneakily you know reading through all of her messages but there's that very clear awareness that you're the kid, I'm the parent, and at the end of the day, it's my responsibility to check all of this. Thank you. So I, yeah, I mean, there's more to it, come. It, it, it's interesting because when I was growing up, I didn't have a phone. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any of that stuff oh, for my mm -hmm. parents to check up on me, right? So my mother used to come to me and says, I'm going to trust you. So it isn't me telling my mother, you don't trust me. She was telling, and she used to say to me, do you trust me? And I go, yes. And every time I did something wrong, and if you're a kid and you ain't done nothing wrong, mm -hmm. there's something wrong with you. We've all been there. Right. We've all been there, okay? You can't throw a stone and say, I don't expect, I expect them to walk the fine line when you haven't. I used to have a group of kids and they used to police themselves. 
So they used to say, you know, I checked out that guy that you had or that girl that you had. That's really creepy. And they used to come on themselves. They used to bully, you know, they used to police themselves uh, against anti-bullying. But I never forget the time that I used to tell Michelle all the time, listen, you've been there, I've been there. I wasn't, I wasn't always goody two-shoes. Why do I expect anybody else to be goody two-shoes? Because if I'm hiding something I don't want you to see, then obviously you shouldn't be doing it, right? I mean, that's, I remember having a cigarette and my mother walks in the room and I threw it in the air. <laughs> I said, what was that? <laughs> and it was the wrong thing to do. I was 16 mm -hmm. and then I stopped because I decided spending the money and hiding from my parents something I shouldn't be doing, it's just not worth it. But these are the conversations that need to be had. It's a different show than we normally do, but I'm excited that we got to do it because everyone's off of school today and today happens to be Martin Luther King, which I think is mm -hmm. a great day to do it. You kids did an amazing job, Annabelle and Kat. Thank you. Nice job, I can't wait to air that on Saturday. Brielle and Allie, of course, Kids in Capes, they have set the tone and the pace for our kids' television network. Yeah, Hector on there. Live on show. radio. We on Saturdays. On Saturdays. And the uh, Teen Entrepreneur Show is Thursday? And that she was going to come on today, but she had some things to do. Our Teenpreneur Show now airs at 5 o'clock on Thursdays on the Ant Media Network and Teenpreneur. So are we going to put that on there as well? Yep, that airs at 1 o'clock. And Susan, I want to do the story time reading. So There's a lot, a lot more to come. Stuff. It's a lot more to come. I'm here uploading shows until who even knows sometimes on Fridays. But we get it all done. It's a lot of information, and our intent is to share good information and resources and keep people engaged on social media for positive reasons. Surprise coming tomorrow on IGTV. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but we are going to do it tomorrow. All right. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Stay safe. Be kind to each other. Baby oil for slick. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. drive time. Baby oil. Don't be not that surprise. Don't be late. <laughs>
Just a ray of light, baby. 